Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four uncontrollable mutation nerds. For all of you uncontrollable mutation nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor, but maybe not for long. <laughs> Today we're going to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Window Goldio Episode 36 Diavolo Surfaces. Uh, we do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Watch Along podcast. We watch each and every episode and just, I don't know, give it its due. Just which sometimes marvel at what we're <laughs> witnessing here. Don't I, stare directly at it. <laughs> <laughs> you could go blind. I, I gotta say, y'all, like, I am so into Golden Wind this watch through. I was like throwing <laughs> yeah. my hands in the air my first watch through, but oh. now I'm like oh this yeah. Is, this has been stuff. way, way more fun. Like, it's still shitting the bed but it's it's reveling in it in a way I really appreciate. It's, it's shitting the bed, but it's also a pig in a pigsty, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> At least it's warm. <laughs> I don't... How did y'all not brain dump the entire time? The, like, the first time you watched this? What's wrong with How you? How could I get the image of that crab claw coming out of Polton the Rev's shoulder? I sure forgot about that one. I, it haunts my dreams. <laughs> it did not stick with me. You know, I definitely haunt it now. Speaking of haunting, this episode, we get to see... Dopio is said to heaven from oh. Bruno's body. Oh, yeah, he's fucking, fucking he's, not, he's not going to heaven. He's also <laughs> not dead yet. I refuse to believe this is the last we see of Dopio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the last we see of Dopio. I would be I shocked if that were true. I mean, I'm not going to put it past you to be actually telling me the truth here. but I mean, you I... see Stan Smoke and his soul leave his body. That's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's proof. That's like proof, right? Yeah, one hundred percenter. Yeah, percenter. So I, I like the anime version of it because the manga version, is, manga version is like so much more sad. It's like, boss, I miss you. Call me. It's just like I don't care about this dead, dying piece of shit. He does that in the anime too, and like he's like reaching yeah, he's towards like... the f- cell phone. I do, 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 do one last time, boss. <laughs> it's it's kind of sad, but like, I don't know. look, we're just gonna end up with another fucking uh, notorious big, notorious big situation <laughs> where you know W dies, but the force of his desire to hear the boss's <laughs> voice one more time. Is going to birth a stand. That <laughs> are you that saying that Dapio is also going to get a fucking stand? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if, yeah, King Crimson you, is the boss's stand, but Dopio needs his own stand. If so, if you shot Bruno right now, like with Dopio, dead Bruno with Dopio's soul in him, would Dopio get a stand? Uh, yes. It depends on I, if he's worthy. I guess. But Bruno's body's already dead. Why doesn't he have a stand already? Why is it just the, the boss, boss has a stand? The boss has the stand. Yeah. I don't the know. The boss is like, the what? stand. I mean, but I, I you're in the, the same body, the so stand. like... I mean, the way stands have worked in the past is it goes through the entire, like, bloodline. I don't know. Well, you I know haven't what? checked. Does uh does King Crimson have the tiny head? Maybe the tiny head is Dopio stand. King Crimson does <laughs> no, still yeah, have the, the tiny Dopio head. head. Oh, the tiny okay. head. And then without Dopio, the boss just starts being able to use fucking Epitaph. <laughs> without that dead weight. <laughs> but yeah, Dopio's like, that's where you're all bo- our boss. I guess that means we win. And so, Victor, at this point, where did you think the boss was? I assumed that we were going to find out he was, I don't know, in some random civilian that was also something, something important or like 
maybe a member of the organization had been shadowing them the whole time, like, under his orders, mm-hmm. and he just took their body. I, who fucking knows? It didn't matter. What we got was infinitely stupider than anything I could have come <laughs> up with. I know. It's great. <laughs> it's super Instead, we great. get a whole sequence of, uh, the enemy standards could be any one of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will get to that. that we're, let's not jump ahead too badly here, because we have a yeah. lot of stupidity in the meantime. Yeah, I, I have a I have a bone to pick with some random Reddit user when this came out. You know, this is just me holding a, a grudge, grudge for, with... for over a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, okay, for years on the internet because someone made a really bitchy comment that was like, "God, they made it so obvious in the anime who the boss was," in, and everyone's like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> and the thing they pointed to was that when everyone ran away at the end and King Crimson showed up, he showed up right after the person he's in was standing, like, because. Mista's body's the last one to run by. Then King Crimson shows up, and everyone's like, "Are, are you serious, dude? <laughs> this is like, I want you to go look up confirmation bias in the dictionary. Like, you have more information than everyone else. <laughs> you read the manga, but anyway, sorry. This has been Joey carrying a grudge for two years over a sentence someone wrote. It's on okay. The it's it's good to let it out. Someone's wrong on the internet, he said, as if we weren't always wrong on the internet. Joey, 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 now that you got it out, can you can you finally be at peace? No. <laughs> Good, carry that with think, you. I don't think the kind of person who carries that for two years could ever truly be at peace. But Joey, uh, it was what obvious. you need to do. <laughs> what you need to do is you get need to get on Reddit right now and comment on that two years later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go find I it. Can't fight Fuel it. your <laughs> hate. Stoke that flame. But look, why even have an anime podcast if I'm not going <laughs> use the platform to just air my grievances at randos? <laughs> That's half the fun. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh, Mista's gun breaks. <laughs> yep, Mista's gun breaks. Oh, we're gonna miss you, Purple Revolver. Oh yeah, why, why was he? Oh right, because Ch- Chariot Requiem was uh running at Polna Turtle. Yeah, yeah. Polnareff's purple gun was a was a bigger part of the uh, Bucci gang than Fugo. <laughs> RSVP, Purple Gun. <laughs> oh, I love you, Purple Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like it. It makes him pause for about half a second. He's like, oh, yeah, good thing I took this cop's gun. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> fucking smokes a chariot. I love that. I love that addition. <laughs> it feels like a real, like, um, what is it? That Star Wars so uncivilized moment. So uncivilized. <laughs> it's like he, he, he really didn't want to have to use the semi-automatic crystal. <laughs> But he really had no choice once his revolver is just destroyed. It seems better than the revolver. It's not purple. It clashes with his house. And the sex pistols can't load it as easily because it uses a clip. They don't have clips. They don't carry clips around. Yeah, he, sorry, sorry. He already had an issue with that. For uh, before we get comments from the listeners, magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Great, it's not. He's not reading anything. What are you talking about? Um, oh, yeah, you're so, right. So, yeah, Paul the Ref almost gets killed by his own E-books. stands. Join, join the Cheap Trick Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I really feel like it shouldn't... <laughs> that, can, so it's an autonomous stand from Paul the Ref at this point? Yes. What, what's happening? Yes, I mean, that's he, true. Polnareff established that last scene when he he's like, maybe a non-stand user could grab the arrow, and I don't have a stand anymore because it's over there and I can't control it. That's it. That was the whole... I don't really understand why it's not a stand anymore. Yeah. I, I think it's more of a force of nature at this point. Would, if Polnareff died, wouldn't Silver Chariot Requiem die? No. The question is, when he when he gets the arrow... Like, when Requiem drops the arrow, why doesn't he go back to normal like he did in the flashback? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> turtles don't count. Turtles don't have souls. But it has a soul. It has to have had a soul to swap with Polnareff. <laughs> turtles yeah. don't have souls. He's got Polnareff's soul. <laughs> uh, so, Chariot goes to kill Polnareff. He gets picked up by um, 
Mr. Mr. and Trisha's body. But then gives up because finally we reveal his true, true, true power. Seventh bomb. (laughs) So, like, somebody tell me what the fuck happens here on the pole when, like, Mista and Trisha's body is climbing and holding pole to turtle. And then we get a sound and then there's a hole in the the light pole and then the turtle's on the ground. Uh, King Crimson fast forwarded past it. No, 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 no. It's not even that. You remember how stands like the stands were protecting uh, from protecting the arrow. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the same thing. Like you know how Sex Pistols came out of the wall to shoot Mist in the head. That was uh, Silver King. Ah. Silver King Silver, Crimson. Silver, Silver King, King Crimson. Crimson. So it's a Silver DNA digivolve up in here. <laughs> Requiem's Re- arm comes out of the yeah, pillar. That. Okay. Because it's his stand. The light post. And he grabs it back, I guess. I don't know. But it is very much uh, <laughs> silver chariot. Yeah. Is this what I'm going to start referring to as Iraqi magic? Don't worry yeah. about that. That's this whole so, goddamn episode. Every single thing that happens, you can hear Iraqi coming up with it as he draws it. Like. <laughs> sometimes halfway through the panel. Yes. So. <laughs> Boulder declares that Silver Chariot Requiem stopped trying to kill him because it's already too late. It's we're finally getting to see what its true power is. Not you know, it's, it's true. Powering true power. up stance, swapping Final bodies. <laughs> Final cut, <laughs> which is to horrifyingly mutate everything around it. Hey, uh, he like, returns everything to crab. <laughs> Everything becomes crab. Uh, to be fair, crab is the perfect form of being. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's efficient. The, c- the, the crab-, crab claw erupting <laughs> from under his shell, and it has this face. This, this is weird fish face. This is flying fish face. I like. Did did Iraqi just like, go on a Junji Ito binge or something? Like, why did he decide this was what he needed to put in his goddamn manga? <laughs> The stakes were not high enough yet. The, they're, you have to understand. Okay, the stakes were non-existent. All right, <laughs> and they still don't exist because this is nonsense that is never going to amount to anything. Like, Absolutely not. Wasn't this about yeah. mafioso? Araki <laughs> decided he just he didn't have he didn't get all the bio horror stuff this season out of his system. I really need to shake yeah, it out. Just just, just one final hurrah for it. <laughs> People need to bubble. We need to see eyes where eyes shouldn't be. (laughs) The ability to force living beings to swap souls. Ergo. (laughs) Ergo. The ability to turn them into something else. That's a very, very hard working ergo. (laughs) Herculean ergo. Joey, have you considered that maybe this is just... The path to the next stage of human evolution. Crap. No, everyone is just growing tumor faces out of them that are erupting from under the skin. Maybe this is that's what peak performance looks like, Jerry. Uh, that's not what Cars looks like. You take that back. <laughs> yeah, we've seen Cars. <laughs> no, we can't all be pillar men. Uh, I You're did right. think about Cars a lot while I was watching this scene. Uh, <laughs> Don't you think about Cars from... <laughs> All the time? All the time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when I was making my rock band character, the first thing I did was make the perfect being. The perfect being. Were you thinking about cars when that eyeball crawled under the guy's skin to get out through his eyelid? Uh, I really like when uh, uh, Trista or... or, or, uh, uh, Mish, I don't know what you want to call him. Uh, which one's which? I, I like when he starts yelling at uh, Paul Nruff. is like, you little shit, like, this is your fault. Why? It, like, this just really turned the, the screws on us. He really hosed us with his bullshit stand. To be fair, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Correct. <laughs> we have no idea why Polnareff thought this was the, the correct course of action. Polnareff still maybe. has not explained why he thinks this was what he needed. <laughs> maybe, you the let the bo- maybe you should have let the boss have the arrow. <laughs> he, he couldn't have possibly <laughs> fucked it up harder. Yeah, this is the nightmare scenario. <laughs> you're right. What could the boss do that's worse than this nightmare? And also, apparently, you're the only one who knows about this. The boss has had arrows in his possession and didn't do this shit. So, 
If the boss is not Nero, the worst we would have gotten is more stand users. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I like that Bruno's like, all right, Mista, shut up. No one could have possibly predicted this. Nobody. (laughs) Which is true. Bruno is also correct. (laughs) It just mostly feels like Iraqi staring me dead in the eyes saying that. (laughs) Yes. No Nobody could have possibly predicted this. <laughs> Least of all say, me. <laughs> <laughs> Polnareff plan Polnareff's plan does work. He they did kill one boss. They killed Dapio. Dapio is dead. <laughs> it's just unfortunate that there had to be another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that the boss is essentially just King Crimson. <laughs> Like this in the next episode. Oh, yeah. It's just King Crimson talking. This is part of my uh, exhibit C and D, and my the boss just is King Crimson. Yeah, I theory. think so. Just a demon. It all makes sense. That's that's what had caused the demonic conception. And yeah. Wait, we, we cracked the code, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah hardcore. We cracked the Daraki code. It really squares the circle on the whole, like, like Christ arc that uh, Jornos is going through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is Jesus Christ versus like demonic Ozymandias. That that's the, that's the battle happening mm-hmm. here. So um, Jorno is like, hold on, everybody. We we get to the freaking Mexican standoff. <laughs> or the boss could be any one of us. No, okay. No, you have to relate it to the kids. It's a game of Among Us. <laughs> oh, yeah, Who sorry. Sucks? <laughs> Who sucks? One of us is an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> a Jorno calls it emergency meeting. Yes. <laughs> 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 Just checking in on everybody. How, <laughs> dum, dum, How's your dum, task dum. going? <laughs> Both, uh, so Bruno's like, all right, I've made up a new power, everybody. Shut up. <laughs> yes, Jordan makes up a new power. Mista is suspicious for no reason. Bruno's Look. like, if it's not, if I, my guess is wrong, airlock me next and calms the situation down. <laughs> I think it's sus that Jordan's the only one who gets to be in his own body. That That's pretty messed up. Yeah. yeah. Just, it's. You can see Araki, like, refusing to edit here because, like, he's coming up with this shit as he draws it. And it's like, yeah. if if this was actually what Jorna was thinking, you know, that the boss is in one of us and if I touch somebody, I can check if there are two souls. Then why the fuck didn't you just do that instead of alerting the boss to it first? <laughs> like, you were all right next to each other. You could have just run up and touched people. Like, no, Nobody knows you can do this because you made up the power just now. It's Calvin yeah. Ball rules. I can tell which soul is in which body if I touch them. It's like, the life energy has is a mass. And it's like, what? What are you saying? <laughs> I like when he proves it by getting a little mole to bring him a piece of the gun. It's so cute. I, I love this mole. It's so well animated. It just kind of like scurries up. And he's like, moles in like are basically the cutest blind. way possible. <laughs> but they have a superb sense of the smell. Like, what does that have to do? <laughs> Where did this mole it's fucking really come up. from? The boss doesn't track down guns. (laughs) No. Like, just if we thought Araki had gone off the rails last episode, he has dialed it up to 11 million in this episode. Like, it it, it did, like, we are fully off the rails. Like, we're not coming back. No, it is exponential growth. Like, it, it, it is exponential growth. <laughs> it's incredible. And frankly, I love it. We're getting ready to blast through the atmosphere, okay? <laughs> That's how far off the rails we are. <laughs> I like that Mista almost fucking smokes Jordo here for having the fucking gall to be like, don't touch me, Jordo. <laughs> That's me. definitely not me. <laughs> I mean, he saw what happened to Naracha. He doesn't want that. I, he I don't I, like, almost pulls the trigger. <laughs> I under, I understand what Mister is thinking, 
because I too am an idiot. And immediately <laughs> would be distrustful of Jorno. The question like, is, why is Jorno so stupid and like playing chicken with him here? Bruno's like, just check me first, it'll be okay. Why didn't Jorno think of this? Like <laughs> Jorno's not doing it presenting his case so he's like, What about Polnareff? It's not Polnareff, trust me. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like the boss would be a turtle. <laughs> it's like, look, Polnareff's clear, alright? I saw him him do the the med scan. It- <laughs> <laughs> it's time to- <laughs> uh, and this is so- why you have uh, those things turned off. <laughs> yep. No uh, visual tasks. No visual tasks. So, uh, but you know, we do have ooh. what? Huh? A music reference. Hey, hey Victor, we- why don't you tell us a little I bit? I finally of- did King well, Crimson already. Do we? <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, the opening. We we do the opening every season. Oh, right, Traders right, Requiem. right, okay. Yeah, yeah, Traders Requiem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, welcome everybody to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, a podcast interstitial segment by one high-speed recap nerd for all you high-speed recap nerds out there. I do a little music history segment here where I try to explain each and every musical reference in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and this week we must enter the world of gangsters, because we're covering our second opening for Golden Wind, Traitor's Requiem. At this point, we are five parts into the show on our ninth opening, and David Productions has clearly settled into a groove with certain people because the team behind Trader's Requiem is a trio of familiar names. First, our lyricist is Shoko Fujibayashi, who wrote the words for Bloody Stream. Our composer is the classically trained Yugo Kano, who gave us the music for Great Days, and he's reunited with one of the vocalists for that song in Daisuke Hasegawa. Together, Kano and Hasegawa form a long recurring duo, but not usually in the way we see here. Hasegawa is actually much better known for his guitar work, with over 40 credits as a performer. And a very large number of them are on works composed by Kano, including the Psycho Pass soundtrack, the Gundam Reconquista in G soundtrack, the Blam soundtrack, and, uh, uh, maybe I should mention the Stardust Crusaders and Diamond is Unbreakable soundtracks. That's right, when you hear this... That's the Kano-Hasegawa duo at work right there. Kano also composed the Golden Wind soundtrack, but Hasegawa did not perform on it for reasons I did not attempt to determine. Now, I know Joey has mentioned a few times how consistently, mind-blowingly good the soundtrack is to this show, but let me talk about it some more because it absolutely deserves it. First, you can really feel Kano's classical training in the way he uses the same pieces of music arranged in different ways to create completely different tracks. These are called light motifs, and as we know, they can cause spontaneous erections. But they're also a vital part of any large body of connected instrumental pieces. My go-to example for this is the Final Fantasy X soundtrack, where the legend himself, Nobuo Uematsu, weaves the game's two main songs, Tzanarkin and Suteki Dane, into the background music throughout. Observe. When you're watching JoJo and you hear something like this... Or this...
you're hearing leitmotifs at work. But the second thing that Kano brings to the table is a wide array of influences beyond just classical and film scores, including contemporary genres like hip-hop and EDM. I mean, never forget that the same man who brought us the show's incredible orchestral tracks like you would generally think of when imagining a film or television soundtrack also composed our favorite song. No, literally, it's named Canzone Preferite on the soundtrack, favorite song. Anyway, I have good news for all of us. We already know that Kano is back as the composer for Stone Ocean, so I'm sure we're in for another excellent entry in the JoJo musical canon. I think that's a great note to end the segment on. Hey, you know what else features a Yugo Kano leitmotif in Daisuke Hasegawa on electric guitar? You know, I haven't had a temperature check on this in a while, Victor. Have you, has Trader's Requiem grown on you? Uh, it's it's weird because the answer is still no, but also yes. Wow. Like, it's oh, really it's. I mean, not to say that I dislike it. It's fine, right? But it's not something that I would go out of my way to listen to. But it also does just get stuck in my head. Just the intro, like the opening bars, all the way up to the speed up. See, the ending is what gets me. Like, I love the speed up as we kind of fast forward through all the cool fights and the ending where it's like, hell no, as Jorno catches the arrow. It's good. So what you're saying is it's no chase. It's no chase. (laughs) You're right. But what is? God, Chase got done dirty by being sandwiched between two fucking incredible bitches. bangers. (laughs) It, it also got done dirty by having nothing to do with anything in the series it was in. Like it was. You gotta chase so them. Good though. I'm gonna chase you. It, it would have made more sense in Stardust, where we got uh, fucking "Stand Proud" and "End of the World," like two like really hard songs. Like Diamond was good, not the ser- this, the fun <laughs> part. <laughs> Diamond was not a hard part. <laughs> Uh, so what did you learn from a turtle today is it is uh, it is it the blood trick did you learn the blood trick from the turtle today okay he goes i learned how to detect this from mr folderuff here and i'm like when no (laughs) fuck you you didn't see him do that you were nowhere close (laughs) you were having private conversations with polnareff here like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, Polnareff's just whispering in my ear. Yeah. Polnareff's like, Jordan, I don't want to tell the rest of the sure crew, but if you really don't want to get killed by the boss, here's a pro tip. Polnareff's like, yes, Jordan, Mista is the problem. Mista <laughs> needs to be left behind. What if I'm past the boss secretly inside? Kakyoin is weak. I mean, Mista is weak. <laughs> I think Mista's losing it. He must be possessed by Diablo. <laughs> just got baby stand carved in his hair. <laughs> God damn it. The, the, this next scene where, okay, Jorno walks over and just a lot of stuff happens, but then they're like, no, wait, that's not what happened. And then a different thing happened. And I'm like, what? This episode felt like they weren't showing us King Crimson skipping parts. Like, that's how nonsensical every moment was. I was just like, did we miss something here? Like, as, as King Crimson flies out of Trisha's body, Mista's soul, to attack Giorno as he gets close to Bruno. And then Trish shouts that it was in... Mista the whole time, but then they're like, no, Trish, it's in you! And then it's just a different thing. (laughs) I'm so confused. I'm like, well, who was it? Because it clearly was coming out of Trish's body. The the hat scene from Waiting for Diablo. Uh, Just... (laughs) 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 Punches off Giorno's arm. Yep, it was real simple. 
Real, real <laughs> easy. He has them weak Italian bones. <laughs> weak bird bones. <laughs> weak Italian. He's not even Italian. He's not ethnically Italian at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, he'd already like, started good. becoming crab. And, you know, you got to take off those delicious <laughs> arm bits first. <laughs> I don't know whether to be impressed by or to hate entirely what happens next oh sorry first the the splash card where it says diavolo king crimson head possessed him <laughs> <laughs> but b where he starts puppeteering okay Trish he says body. he goes if i can move the stand i can move the body i'm like that's never been how that works <laughs> not true that is how it's always worked you, like whenever you grab a stand it happens to the person so i guess <laughs> but you, you could puppeteer them but you know what happens if you grab the body the body does it <laughs> i yeah, that does happen. We see this a lot. <laughs> like, people get punched away when their stands Maybe, go Maybe, but I don't like it. Remember when <laughs> Josuke and Okuyasu climbed the building after Shigechi? Every time it happens, <laughs> it feels like bullshit, because it's never applied with even a 10% rate of consistency. Uh, like, Jorno <laughs> lost his arm when it when Gold Experience's arm got cut off. But that's damage transferring. That's it's not damaged. the same thing as momentum transferring. Well, it doesn't feel the uh, same as momentum is, transferring. What is momentum but slow damage? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you stop it right now. <laughs> if you're standing well, hit by a train, would you go fly well, Joey, You know Rocky only does it when it's convenient. You fucking know it. <laughs> I know you're literally yeah. taking Just... Diablo's side here, but you gotta stop playing Devil's Advocate. <laughs> Look, someone's gotta play Diablo's, Diablo's Advocate here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, sometimes Antichrist needs someone in his corner. <laughs> Get the bad rap. No, you in fact do not have to hand it to her. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're right, actually, no. <laughs> I, I know damn well that a rocket's just like, I guess that was a remote stand, because none of that just happened. <laughs> Don't worry about that. And, and like Iraqi decided it was a terrible idea, he just skits past all this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just Mista running away. It's me Sid just running away. Stretch <laughs> fucking skipping forward. Just uh, is he full fires. on puppeteering him? Yes, apparently. Just like full on, like arm swinging, legs like running. <laughs> I, I don't know how. Like is is look Diavolo's got is, prehensile feet. I, I, I don't <laughs> it's like his skin wrapped around his body is making him move. Like I, I don't understand how this is working. The run is very weird, to be fair. It looks like something strange is going on with this body here. But I, I'm trying to imagine, did you did strapping themselves to them? Or do you think King Crimson is just moving the arm, like, just uh, moving his arms really quickly to, think, to move the leg, move the leg, move the arm? I think the what arm. he did is he, sh- he strangled Trish's stand, uh, Spice Girl, caused Trish to pass out, and now he's taking control of the body. Uh, okay, that, that makes, makes more sense. sense okay, yeah. I want to believe that he actually just starts the running animation, then does the time skipping because the person does whatever they would have done in that t- time frame anyway. <laughs> 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 so he only has to do it a little bit, and then he skips time, and they just they they do the rest. <laughs> Perfect. Um, while he's running away, uh, Mista is shooting at his own body. And um, meanwhile, which is a little Green on Crimson the nose for him, it is both. <laughs> he's 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 hesitating, and Bruno's like, "Now is not the time to hesitate, just because it's your whole body." It's like he's but- like, "No, I, I shot at him. I I've shot already at him shot. Like I've emptied my magazine already, and I like, should be dead." And King Crimson is using both Epitaph and his regular King Crimson ability. And in the worst explained montage, all these bullets just, like, <laughs> You like, skip past the bullets, because that's how his power works, right? And you skip Whatever. past yeah, the that's physics the, of the bullets, too, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. You remember you skipped the point five seconds where the bullets would have entered his body? You remember that from the Risotto fight? Remember? Yeah. I, yeah. Again, not a thing that the stand <laughs> do. can do. But. No, but what he's actually doing is he's using Epitaph to, 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 to view the bullets and then dodging them accordingly. I don't know how he's 
getting it's not very past. well displayed. I understand like what he's doing. But he, it, we're it's clearly not, well not seeing the prophecy, so we can get around the fact that it's actually Epithoth, and he should still have to fulfill some condition that he viewed, but we don't know what that is. <laughs> I, how is he seeing Epitaph? Misa doesn't have long hair. Uh, he has a hat. Uh, he has a hat, flaps, yeah. of, flaps of the hat, yeah. Flaps of the hat, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Uh yeah, are so y'all excited? Are you all excited for the best part of the episode? Yeah, what follows is the most inexplicable thing I've ever fucking seen. Oh my god, <laughs> the true, true, true. When I said, when I said you could hear, you could hear Iraqi coming up with it as he wrote it. This is what I was talking about. This is what was in my head. I'm like, what, what? <laughs> like I was able to turn off my brain for everything up to this moment, and then it just flipped straight on, and it was like duct taped on. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Grant, Grant resumed consciousness to get hit in the face by this moment. It's just like oh, no. <laughs> it's Grant's brain. <laughs> Diavolo's possessing one of us. It was me. No, it was you. I sleep. The shadow <laughs> of my soul. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> oh shit! No kid. <laughs> she. Uh, I, I'm gonna need you one of you to explain this to me. How? All right. How? Uh, okay, hold on. You can hear me cracking my knuckles here. <laughs> please, please. Diavolo, uh-huh. using his superior demon intellect, uh-huh, has noticed uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. Has noticed that. The Requiem Shadow always faces away from him. And you know what? Bright lights cast long shadows. The light of your soul. But that light's gotta be coming from somewhere. Somewhere behind your own soul. Jesus Christ. What? The leaps of logic here are mind-blowing. What Requiem's really doing is creating glowing soul balls behind everyone's head, which is reflecting the souls so they... Um, right. It makes perfect that's, sense. That's, that's why they swap bodies and turn into unspeakable <laughs> eldritch monstrosities. Yeah. No, no, none of it. Like, it explains not a goddamn thing about anything. It, in fact, creates more dilemmas where there weren't any before. Like, <laughs> Araki's outdoing himself. Get Crimson punches behind his head and blows up Silver Cherry. You see, Grant. The uh-huh. weak point is the giant glowing thing. So you hit that, and then the thing's over. Uh-huh. But why yeah, but is it flooding behind it times. you? Like... <laughs> ah, this is so, you play, you've, so you've played Dark Souls, right? You know yeah, how yeah. Seath has his magical immortality thing behind him? Yeah, of course. Exactly yeah. the same. So why can't everyone see each other's this glowing is some... balls? This is some unplug your controller from port one and plug it into port two nonsense. Like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I see you like Castlevania. You like Castlevania, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the, so the boss gets the arrow, but Jorno, three miles away, is yeah. like, now my plan's coming together. <laughs> my blood on his arm turns into ants. Okay, why does the blood stay on the stand? <laughs> <laughs> Why did he golden experience his blood using pieces of the blood 400 yards away? Could Jorno have just made something into like a bird to grab the arrow this whole time? Yes. I bet he could have. I bet he absolutely could have just turned a rock into no. a goddamn flying fish, thrown it at the arrow, and just had it. Like, no, it had I, to be a frog. <laughs> he could have turned the arrow into something. <laughs> You're right. Oh, God. What, How do you know the arrow isn't living? Oh, it's got. Ooh. Well, I mean, viruses aren't life, right? We we've determined. <laughs> I I don't. Know. But I'm alien really viruses. <laughs> Look, I'm not up to date on my categorizations of viruses. There is. No limit to how stupid this episode is in isolation, right. oh, and in context, I... it is even worse. I don't understand. <laughs> it, it, it is astounding. It's, it's really love... wild. Um, okay. <laughs> like, For all the shit I'm giving it, I'm having a good time. All right. All right. Oh yeah. Somebody help me complete this thought. Uh huh. So, uh-huh. All right. Silver Chariot Requiem is dead. That means the effect from Silver Chariot Requiem should stop. Well, it's not dead. It's just damaged. What? 
It's not dead. Boss who didn't kill him. Remember, right? you have to hit the weak point three times. <laughs> Damn <Yeah>. it! <laughs> this is only its first form. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> we haven't gotten to its second health bar where it refills. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mista tries to smoke the boss again, but like gets clever about it and starts to shoot the arrow away, but the boss had already thrown a <laughs> civilian into the path. What so civilian? The just promptly explodes. <laughs> which perfectly the... knocks the arrow back to Diablo. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the person knocks it back miraculously. I... <laughs> this is the battle tendency part of the episode that I actually really like. <laughs> I love the stanky lean that King Crimson does. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. I, I love how he's just like, Misa, you're a fucking idiot. I can't believe, like, the trash ability <laughs> of trash. Like, My 400 IQ could never compete. You're talking real big talk before you've even used the arrow. Yeah, I know. He's some real incel bullshit. Work. Like, like, okay, boss, you've been nothing but on like on your back foot the entire last five episodes, and you've just been barely hanging on, and you're talking this shit. Like, come on, just, just pay attention, man. Have y'all ever seen that scene from Black Dynamite? That's, ha I threw that shit before I walked in the room. <laughs> no, it, has, it has big that energy. <laughs> you told him to keep an eye out for me. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 I threw that shit before I walked in the room! <laughs> <laughs> clip in there (laughs) 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 fucking same ass energy (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) but then the boss gets out bossed by his daughter who had made the bullets and stretchy yeah the arrow up in the air and once again everyone's like misa it's right there stab your goddamn stand just fucking do it but then, kill a sex pistol. but then, the boss, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> punches <laughs> galaxy brain move here. <laughs> he throws himself. <laughs> he eats himself. <laughs> he he don't like himself. Pol- he learned well the example of Polnareff. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't need to punch a hole through uh, Spice Girl. You could have just He's eaten He's going him. to die from this. <laughs> this kills the boss. Yeah, it's, it's the, this is your vessel. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Trisha's soul is starting to leave the body. I... <laughs> The episode ends. He's, like, He's just flying yeah. through the air. <laughs> this is such oh, a cliffhanger, so too. Good. How do you not mainline the next <laughs> yeah, episode how, after this? How did you not watch the next episode, Victor? Jesus because Christ. I had to come up here and record. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you are not ready for the next episode. <laughs> oh, I am. The boss gives a one-liner. You were able to rise above your past. Well, now you rise above everyone else. (laughs) Okay, the translation is, you were not only able to surpass your past, but also their heads. And I'm like, that's so (laughs) contrived! Oh my god! (laughs) And our our final image is just this anguish Bruno... The boss, like, watermelon body, like, <laughs> screaming, Triss! <laughs> That's all he wanted. That's all he was doing. That was his goal. <laughs> oh, and that's that's the end. That's the episode. You know what I like, so, guys? I like having a climactic confrontation with uh, the BBG of the season while everybody's just flopped in a different body. <laughs> yeah, probably it's not. great. It's great. It's like wonderful. Just... It doesn't make anything confusing at all. 
How do you feel about <laughs> random homunculi so just around, yeah. just strewn about this fucking street? Just abominations crowding the, the streets of Rome. <laughs> fucking tomb. No one people. would ever live in Rome again, right? <laughs> no! I mean, after everything like, that's just happened in the last 24 hours, absolutely not. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll just claim, like, the one, like... The, the two events are connected? Because I bet I would. It was just a mass case of ergot poisoning. You know, that that's what caused the horrific <laughs> tumor people. And the body switching. I'm just upset that, like, I've moved the goalpost on things I'm going to accept in this show so far away from where it initially started. You can't and, even and, see and, and the boss punches the soul light behind his head and still manages to go over the line. <laughs> You know, like, I, like it, it, it's, it's, it, I, you, you would watch this, you would watch Golden Wind, and you get through this, and then you go back and you watch, I don't know, like, I, like episode four of Phantom Blood, where we get introduced to Hamon, or, uh, like, I don't know, I feel like you could draw a line from Jack the Ripper yeah. to this. <laughs> I'm more Whoa, willing to accept Jack scared. the Ripper just emerging line. from a horse. I, I'm gonna watch like if I ever rewatch Phantom Blood, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, this shit's nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need that hard Victor. Iraqi shit now, <laughs> Victor. Just b- buckle the fuck up. <laughs> so, Victor, did you like the episode? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 when that crab claw emerges from Polaris shoulder, nothing will ever be the same again. <laughs> no. <laughs> the world's fucking over, man. Oh yeah, that is the moment, right? Like because before yeah, that, no, yeah. before that, we're just we're still continuing from the stuff we did last episode, which was whack, but not like like <laughs> no, so far no. beyond the pale. And then that crab claw comes out and you're just like <laughs> Excuse what? me, oh. and it's one long excuse me from here to the end. Like I excuse me. You just you go you 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 have this blank expression as you go, excuse me, and then that expression never leaves your face. Like you are just uh, no, buckle up in for next shock. episode. Just in in complete catatonic shock the entire time. Just, like the, the episode has rendered you senseless. Uh, next episode's not gonna let up. All I can say is oh, there better boy. be an actual like ahagao moment at the end of this. Like, <laughs> I better be brought to completion in some way. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Oh boy, you can find me on Twitter at Lewis Grantalinus. That's Lewis underscore Grantalinus. You can find me Tim at Big Blue Zam. I'll be posting. Uh. Uh. Things mutants, shockets, Mut- yeah, shockets, <laughs> hounds of ten dollars, <laughs> star spawns. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, and you can find this podcast, this very one you've just listened to on Twitter at Joe Star All Stars. I, I mean, if you joined in here, uh, <laughs> I get it because you just had to, like, you got this far, and you were just like. I need to know what other people thought about this because what the fuck? But yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Joe Star All Stars where we like post things occasionally, like uh, jokes related to the episode that we're putting up. Uh, you can find your podcast episodes on your your media platforms, your iTunes, your Spotify, your Pandora, your Apple Podcasts. Uh, our site is joestarallstars.fireside.fm. Go check us out there too. And- and if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to joestarallstars at gmail.com or join us on the official unofficial Discord server Dune set up for us. Uh, we also post dumb things there. Just <laughs> Yeah, occasionally. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we appreciate each and every one of you coming along on this journey <laughs> with On us. this bizarre adventure. No. Boo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I appreciate all of you who listen watch you know if you want to spread the word tell a friend leave a review we appreciate it please I hope everyone understands again this is coming from a place of pure <laughs> oh man oh man speaking of speaking of of Japanese phrases. We get some good Kono Diavolos in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Kono Diavolo. Da. Yeah. I, I fucking, like, 
this is a, such a weird fucking episode, man. I I really I really liked it, but it's really bad. <laughs> Just the leaps of logic. I I I can't, Rocky. Please. I w- I watched this in the in the same way that I watched like shitty B horror movies like Santa yes. Jaws. <laughs> I, Did you I, say I can't Santa remember. Jaws? Yes. <laughs> so I, I had to confirm like, that because my brain lagged for a second. <laughs> Hold on, what's the tagline? He knows when you've been naughty or when you're in the deep end. <laughs> what what? <laughs> uh. You better watch out. You better... There you go. <laughs> you better not cry. <laughs> oh, I, I can remember last season being like how sweet and young I was during the freaking um, Enigma fight. Remember when they like, he opens the door and scorpions come out of the paper and then they like get dragged into a shredder and we're like, what the hell is happening? How naive... How, how young we are. Oh, in hindsight, <laughs> summer children. In hindsight, that fight made perfect sense. Like when Josuke turns the paper over and then the gun comes out. <laughs> no, no second of that fight makes more sense. Or less sense. Than a, that, that fight and it's most <laughs> How's your brain, Joey? Sensible. How's it going in there? <laughs> 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 Uh, thank you for watching. This is Jason Ross. They're signing out for all of you uncontrollable mutation nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. As opposed to all of those controllable mutations. <laughs> yeah. That's just transformation. Goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. For everyone's knowledge, it was Santa Jaws is coming to town. Okay. <laughs> they just went for the real low-hanging fruit there. <laughs> wow. Damn. Like, that's that's zero effort. <laughs> of course. It's just the Victor, it is a... <laughs> it's called Santa Jaws. It is a shark that wears a Santa hat and has a candy cane spike on the front of it. Look, all I'm saying is... The the four of us with no investment <laughs> came up with two better taglines in under five seconds. So, <laughs> oh, and where's the Santa hat on the dorsal fin? Of course it does. Of course it does. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like attached to the head. <laughs> How stupid of me! I'm That's such a really fucking idiot. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs>